You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Come on, church. Are you ready to worship our unchanging God? Let's go. Your word is true. It will never fail. Our souls secure that you will carry us through. Seasons will change. The sun and moon will fade away. But our hope is sure that you forever you reign. Let it be. Let it be as you have said. Your ways are higher. You've gone ahead of us. Now we will trust in our unchanging God. Your word is shaken. Your truth will be our light. Now we will trust in
We. Oui. 
Let's pray. Thank you, yes, Lord Jesus, O God, for reminding us today, O Lord, that we could always count on you, Lord, whenever we need comfort, whenever we need peace, O God. Tinay nga, Lord, ikaw lang hindi malalapitan natin, Because you, only you offer that truth. Only you offer that peace transcends all understanding peace that is there even in the midst of chaos thank you O Lord because uh, nararamdaman po namin Lord na lagi mo pa rin kami sinasamahan Lord even though uh, very challenging yung, yung panahon namin yun, thank you because ramdam na ramdam namin yung presensya mo ramdam na ramdam namin yung faithfulness mo and nararamdaman din po namin Lord, yung peace Thank you, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi. Good day, Victory Carmona in Mangahan. I'm Scott. I'm one of your volunteers here in Victory Carmona. And if you're new to Victory, welcome po. Welcome to our October 10 online worship service. And here at Victory, we only do two things. And that is we honor God and we make disciples. Now, on to our time of generosity. Uh, let me read to you from Psalms chapter 23, verse 1. I'm going to read in ESV. Sabi po dito, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Again, the Lord is my shepherd. 
I shall not want. Now, our circumstances today are really unfavorable. I know we all have our own personal challenges during this pandemic. And it's really difficult to give back to God and be generous kung tayo mismo ay kinakapos. Right? But today, I would like to remind you that the Lord is our shepherd. I hope that would bring us comfort. When we find ourselves lacking and when things seem hopeless, let us remember to draw near the shepherd. Why? Because the shepherd always provides for his flock. Shall we pray? Lord, thank you for reminding us today, Lord, that you are indeed our shepherd and we are your flock. Thank you, Lord, because we can always draw near to you, Lord. Whatever needs we may have, Lord, whatever challenges we are facing today in our lives, Lord, pwede kaming lumapit lagi sa iyo. Pwede kaming humingi sa iyo, God. Pwede namin idulog lahat ng pangailangan namin lahat kailangan namin from you, God. Thank you for this wonderful privilege, Lord. And we know, God, that whatever you ask, if it is according to your will, you would gladly give it to us. Thank you again, Lord. Because um, you have been faithful to us and thank you for providing all our needs. I pray, Lord, that we would always be reminded, Lord, na nandyan ka lang palagi para sa amin, Lord. Na nandiyan ka lang. Pwede ka namin lapitan anytime, oh God. Again, thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Enjoy the rest of the service. Hello everyone. My name is Mabel Verzon. Currently teaching at Teda National High School, Cagayan Valley. And I am a real-life alumna. nagpaaral po sa akin during my college years was my lola, yung uh, auntie po ng aking tatay. Hindi naman po ganun ka-well off yung lola ko at uh, marami rin po siyang tinutulong mga kamag-anak namin. The good thing was, the real life foundation came into my life. Kailangan-kailangan ko na talaga ng support. Biglang you are going to be selected for real life foundation. Ganyan, sinabihan ko ako sa church. Yung uncertainty sa utak ko noon na makakatapos pa ba ako is nagbago. At last, sa wakas, I have someone or I have some people who will gonna support me sa aking pag-aaral. And I am very certain that time na kayang-kaya ko na. So I'm very happy. Now, I am a teacher, a successful teacher indeed. Uh, I am teaching sa barrio, dito mismo kung saan ako pinanganak. Maliit lang yung paaralan, magkakalayo yung mga bahay ng mga bata. But it is indeed very fulfilling kasi I am able to share to them my light. Becoming a teacher is the perfect avenue for me to share also to others the faithfulness of God and the generosity of others. Kasi kung wala yung faithfulness ni God sa buhay ko, wala yung mga taong nag-respond doon sa call ni God na tumulong sila sa mga katulad kong nangangailangan na may mga pangarap, of course, I would not be here also today 
one way para matuluan ko yung mga bata at para ma-share ko na rin kung ano yung mga natutunan ko sa Real Life Foundation is through, of course, teaching. Dun po kasi sa mga lessons ko, honestly, I am integrating Bible verses. That simple way, hindi lang academically ang nagagawa ko sa mga estudyante ko, but also, I was able to draw them closer to God. So, I am also trying my best to share that passivity of life because God is always there to provide. Sobrang thank you po at sana huwag kayong magsawang tumulong sa mga kagaya naming nangangarap. On behalf of our scholars and students everywhere, I'd like to thank our educators and our teachers who invest in and make sacrifices to teach and impart values to the next generation. And to you, our partners, thank you so much for believing in our scholars and generously giving to make sure they have a chance at a better life. Together, let's continue to pursue God's mission to see our nation change one scholar at a time. Good day everyone, welcome to our online worship service. As we hear the preaching of the word today, let's open our Bibles to the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 to 11 and uh, just join me in reading it. If you have your Bibles with you, open your Bibles or swipe it in your, in your uh, tablets, in your phones and uh, read it with me. Let me read. It says in chapter 40 of Isaiah verse 1, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. And cry to her, and her warfare is ended, and her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double, her all, double for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in a desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. Then even ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the, mount, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. In verse 6 it says, A voice cries, says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers and the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows on it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word of God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up high your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not, for to the cities of Judah, behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those 
that are with young. Shall we pray, Lord? Thank you for the word that you have given today, Lord, as we open up this new series, Lord. Guide us. Open our hearts, Lord. Open our minds. Change our heart of flesh, of stone into heart of flesh, Lord. Reveal to us kung ano yung pinapagawa niyo sa amin, Lord. In this new series that we have, we may experience the goodness that you have, Lord. Maraming pong salamat, Lord. Bless us, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're now on our brand new series, Nearness. No? So how many of us enjoyed the past few series that we have? Now, actually, this series is part of a uh, continuation of the Isaiah series that we have a few months ago named Trustworthy. So, yeah, no? So, this is like a continuation that's 1 to 6. And then now, we talk about nearness, so about 7 to 12. So, all in all, we have 12 series on the book of Isaiah. Pero marami marami pa singit-singit doon no, na hindi kasama sa topic. However, we still use the Word of God. We still use no, Isaiah, for example, the Christmas series that we have, that we will be having. Uh, the you know, yung, yung Semana Santa is also part of Isaiah. But, you know, but this topic that we have, uh, nearness, is actually a continuation yeah, of the trustworthy series that we had. So we talk there about the faithfulness of God. We talk about there who God is. Kung sino si God sa, sa Israel, kung sino si God sa mga buhay natin, kung sino si God na sineserve natin in this season. No? And the, 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 the beauty of this continuation is we'll have a different angle. So reviewin lang po natin kung ano yung pinag-usapan natin before, so we could have a different sense of, you know, fulfillment kung sino si God sa buhay natin. And because of that, we can react in a right kind of way towards God. Now, the first week, you know, we talk about the faithfulness of God, God's faithfulness, that you now we learn that even though we are faithless, He remains faithful. That He is inviting us to reason together Diba, yun yung, yung week one natin, experience natin. We, we had, you know, an example of Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 na pinag-alay niya si Abraham, no? Yung, yung covenant-keeping God. He is a covenant-keeping God na kahit anong, no, uh, sama na natin, He will still be faithful to His covenant. Then second, we can talk about God's salvation. That it's about a, a picture of, you know, the mountain of the Lord is the highest mountain that He will triumph all other gods. Na kahit anong Diyos-Diyosan yung ilagay natin, kahit anong Diyos-Diyosan yung itapat natin, kung sino si God. Kay God, no, kayang-kaya niyang lagpasan. Kayang-kaya niyang higitan yung mga Diyos-Diyosan natin. That nothing can match God's glory and majesty. And because of that, nations will be drawn to the one true God. Na pag nakita nila, ay, Ito pa lang Diyos na to, no? It's really, a, it's really, He's really the one true God na kahit anong itapat ko sa Kanya, no, mas higit pa rin siya. Nations will be drawn to that one true God. And we talk about God's passion. No, it, it's, it, we talk about in, in Isaiah chapter you know, 3, the God's passion, wherein it's about the jealousy of God. No, it's a good kind of jealousy that Him being a jealous God that uh, because it shows that we are living the exact opposite of how God wants us to live. Na ito yung 
God gave us the set of commandments. God gave us a set of rules to follow. And we're living on the opposite of that, of that commandment. We are putting our trust in man-made idols. He calls them out and expresses his jealousy. That once we put something between, between God, between us, the relationship between us and God, you know, he can you know, just drive it away and expresses his jealousy, emphasizing that God will not share his glory. He alone will be exalted in the end, and we will be humbled. It's just week one, two, three, then we talked about the holiness of God in Isaiah chapter 6. No? The otherness, we call it the otherness of God. Na kahit anong gawin natin, hindi tayo magiging holy. You are commanded to be holy by God. Diba? Be holy for I am holy. Pero kahit anong gawin natin, hindi natin makukuha yung holiness na yun because only God is holy. That because God is holy, we can see, we can really, we can see that we are sinful and we cannot measure up to God's standard. Now, may kita natin that yung holiness ni God is napakataas na standard no, na kahit anong gawin po natin dito sa mundo, hindi natin makukuha yung holiness na yun. Because of that, it is God who made a way for our sins to be cleansed. It is God who atoned for our sins. Isaiah chapter 6, the very perfect story, yung seraphim, Diba na nagbabantay? And then, uh, tinatch nung, yung coal, yung burning coal nilagay dun sa labi ni Isaiah. And you know, it's Christ, it's a picture of Christ's atoning work on the cross. Him taking the full wrath of God. That on that cross 2,000 years ago, the full wrath of God was on Jesus Christ. Kinuha niya yung full wrath. So ba hinarang niya yung wrath na dapat para sa tao? na siya yung tumanggap ng wrath ng tatay niya. And because of that, na-cleanse po tayo. Every, every believer that have faith, the finished work of Jesus Christ was cleansed. It, then the exchange, the great exchange happened. Him being the sin of the world, us being the righteousness in front of God. Him living a full life, Him living... A, you know, a sinless life. Now, when God the Father sees us, He sees the righteousness imputed in us by the finished work of Christ. Yes, ang maganda dun, yung na-experience ni Isaiah, yung, yung holiness ni God, na-experience ni Isaiah, yung salvation, yung atone, atonement na ginawa sa kasalanan niya, his, his, his response is actually perfect. He says, Lord, here am I, send me. Now, it connects to the previous series that we had. We're preaching with the light of the nations. Tayo po, yung light of the nations. Na because of the light that was in Jesus Christ, is now tayo po yung representative. We can just really go to the nations and be the light. So if you have a heart of being a campus missionary, you can just you know, message us. If you have a heart of being a full-time minister, just message us. If you have a light, you know, a, a heart also to go into the world and preach the gospel of Christ, I encourage you to experience God in those kind of ways. Kasi iba yung, iba yung may experience mo si God yung, yung sa buhay na ganun. Na, yes, we experience God in our daily lives, but when you really go out there to the far, for the forefront, 
of the mission field where preaching the gospel is, you know, you do it day in and day out. No, there's season and out of season. We preach the word of God. May experience natin yung goodness, yung faithfulness, no, yung, 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 yung kahit na napakahirap yung ginagawa. We can experience the fullness of God in preaching His word. Then we talked about God's remnant where God hates sin and judge evildoers. However, He uses that judgment to bring repentance and trust. Na yung judgment na yun, na binigay niya sa Israel, is not His final word. It's just a form of, you know, of judgment that brings repentance and trust. That this, all of it, is just an act of grace and faithfulness. No, grabe yun, no? Na yung, yung dapat na para sa atin, kinuha niya sa cross 2,000 years ago, yung dapat na para sa kanya, nasa atin ngayon, yung faithfulness niya, yung righteousness niya, nasa atin ngayon. And we experienced, we experienced who God is. Na-experience natin kung sino si God sa buhay natin. And now, us being His remnant, us no, na nagpapatuloy ng mission niya, He judges with restoration and preservation of His people. He will preserve a remnant for himself. That yung anger niya, his anger will not last forever. That his comfort will come and will give us his true followers an everlasting joy with him and in him. Yan yung last na topic natin. Trustworthy, God's remnant will experience God's comfort we will experience Him. We will experience His everlasting joy in Him and with Him. Now comes in our series, Nearness. Now this angle, the angle that we have, no, Isaiah chapter 40, uh, we'll look at it, uh, the second part, no, when, when we discuss Isaiah, no, two-part series, nga to, Isaiah 1 to 39, and then 40 to 66, like a copy of the Bible. Now we start with the, the verse that I have read a while ago. Start we start with we started with Isaiah chapter forty. So right there in the middle of Isaiah, uh, yung pagkahati ng Isaiah, where nearness is actually our hope-filled response to the promises and the faithfulness of God. Now nakita natin in that previous series how God is faithful. Now nakita natin how God is holy, how God is jealous, how God you know, put a remnant. Now we, it's now our turn to have a hope-filled response. The faithfulness of God. We can hope, we can have hope and confidence that despite of this present circumstances na meron po tayo, despite of this corona, the virus na meron tayo, we're about a, a year, more than a year already in this circumstance na meron tayo, we can still have a hope-filled response. Because God, that we, the God that we learned in the trustworthy series, is near and His word will never fail. Yung Diyos na pinag-usapan natin dun sa trustworthy, it seems very far. It seems that He is really infinite, but now in this series, we can feel the intimacy with God and in God. So just to give a recap, Ito po yung pag-uusapan natin. We'll talk about covenant-keeping God, 
which give us comfort. A covenant keeping God, we can have courage. A covenant keeping God, where we can draw near to God. A covenant keeping God that gives restoration. Covenant keeping God that we could be righteous, righteousness, and then a covenant keeping God, which we have victory. Six weeks po again. Uh, ulit yung pag-uusapan natin. I hope and pray that you could join us now this next few uh, weeks as we tackle the book of Isaiah, as we tackle the nearness of God and we can have a hope-filled response. Now, week one, we'll talk about comfort. Now, the second half of the book focuses on the hope that God will bring to His people. That there will still be judgment. Yes, makikita po natin when you read that there will still be judgment. Actually, tung, tung, tung start ng Isaiah chapter 40, they're now on the tail end of that judgment. Nung napunta na sila ng Babylon, we'll, we'll talk more about it later, pero napunta na sila ng Babylon, no? Ito na, now, now, ito na nararamdaman nila na, Lord, ang tagal na, ilang daang taon na na nandito kami, ilang daang taon na, Lord, na hindi ka namin nararamdaman. It's like what we're feeling right now. No, na, Lord, napakatagal na, isang taon mahigit na, nandito na kami sa coronavirus na to, hindi na namin alam kung anong gagawin, Lord. Magpakita ka na, gawin mo na yung power mo, Lord. But God is still teaching us something. God is still teaching the church something. And that's what we need to learn. That's what we need to look for. So that when God removes everything, no, I hope and pray that when God removes, we're ready no, to share the gospel. We're ready to preach the gospel. Sa kapitbahay natin, no, sa mga kasama natin sa trabaho, sa mga no, kaibigan natin. I hope and pray that our heart is now ready to serve God. That there will still be judgment because of their sinfulness because of their disobedience but God will surely restore them when they repent this also shows that God's sovereignty over the nation so makikita po natin very evident yung sovereignty ni God how he controls history how he put the right person on the right time for them to be para mag- magawa yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay na. Sobrang, sobrang very evident, no? Ito, I am excited actually to, to look into this series, to preach the gospel, to preach Isaiah chapter 40 to 66 as we look into who God is. Because of that, we can, God can be trusted. We can really put our trust in God. Puta, puta na po tayo dun sa binasa nating text. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 1. It says there, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. No, just to give a little context dun sa binasa po natin, Isaiah chapter 40. Actually, that story in Isaiah 40, the one that we have read, uh, we need to go back two chapters before, Isaiah chapter 38, so we can understand kung saan nanggagaling yung sinabi niyang comfort, comfort. Kung saan nanggaling, bakit sinabi ni Isaiah, bakit sinulat niya na comfort, comfort? We need to read Isaiah chapter 38, but because of time constraint, medyo mahaba po yun, I read the tail end of Isaiah chapter 39. So I'll start with verse 5. Isaiah chapter 39, verse 5 to 8. So this is the tail end, no, 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 part of the story. So, ang sabi po dito sa chapter 5, uh, verse 5, 39 verse 5. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. 
Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house will and that which your fathers have stored up till this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord. And some of your own sons who will come from you, whom you will father, shall be taken away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of king, of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of God, Lord, that you have spoken is good. For he thought there will be peace and security in my days. So yan po yung tail end ng Isaiah chapter 39 na it gives us a precedence no, dun sa Isaiah chapter 14 na binasa po natin. And I like how, no, kwento ko lang po ng mabilis yung nangyari. No? Uh, so when you read Isaiah 38 and move to 39 and then read reading chapter 40, we have a full, a full picture. So in chapter 38, uh, sinabi po ni Lord na mamamatay na si King Hezekiah. And then, like like normal like uh, a normal a normal person hezekiah pleaded to god tanya lord pwede bang bigyan mo pa ako ng mahabang buhay lord pwede bang bigyan mo pa ako ng additional years to my life so i could serve you so i could minister to people na pinadala mo and then god granted that request sabi ni lord so pinabalik niya si isaiah So, sabi niya, sabi mo kay Ezekiah, I'm giving him another 15 years to live. So, eto na, di ba? So, namuhay na si Ezekiah ng 15 years at the tail end. So, yun yung nangyari chapter 38. At the end of, uh, the start of 39, merong pinadala na convoy, uh, envoy, yung uh, king of Babylon. Uh, pinadala niya, sabi niya, tignan mo nga itong ano, Israel. Kasi nga, itong king nila, Binigyan ni Lord ng additional 15 years na dapat mamamatay na siya. Pero, hindi pa siya namatay. Lord gave, their Lord, their God gave him additional 15 years. So, tignan mo nga kung anong nangyari. So, ito naman si Hezekiah. Niyabangan yung uh, envoy na pinadala ng Babylon. So, nung uh, pinadala niya, pinakita niya lahat. Pinakita niya yung, yung verse na binasa natin, di ba? So, pinakita niya lahat. Nung, yung uh, kayamanan, pinakita niya yung temple, pinakita niya Yung, remember that God is a jealous God. Yung glory dapat. If nakita natin yung, yung story in chapter 38, no, yung glory na punta kay Hezekiah, imbis na sa Diyos na pinagsisilbihan niya. So then, at the latter part of that chapter, sabi niya, sinabi ni Isaiah kay Hezekiah na, yan, dahil dyan, dahil dyan, no, yung mga naipon mo, dadalin natin lahat yan sa Babylon. Yung mga naipon mo, yung mga anak na, yung mga anak mo, yung mga magagaling mong mga yunok, dadali natin lahat yan sa Babylon. And then Hezekiah, out of his arrogance, answered to, to Isaiah, the word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. Sipi mo yun. So sinabihan na ni Lord na kunin ko na yung mga kayamanan mo, dadali na natin yan sa Babylon. Yung mga ni-raise mo mga leaders, Sa Babylon lahat yan mapupunta. And then sabi niya, the word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. And then he thought, for he thought, there would be peace and security in my days. Inisip niya lang yung generation niya. Inisip niya, ah, okay lang, hindi naman sa akin mangyayari. Okay lang dahil nga, bahala na yung next generation. No? Sila na yung bahala, mabuhay. Sila naman yung makukonquer. Sila naman yung madadala sa Babylon. 
During their time naman, mangyayari itong mga bagay. That's the response of Isaiah. Then you look into chapter 40, 200 years have passed. Now Isaiah is saying, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. And in verse 2 it says, Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Grabe, no? So, 200 years has passed. Malamang yung mga Israelites na ito, nagre-reklamo na. Malamang yung mga tao na nandun sa Babylon. Diba? When you look at the story of Daniel, when you look at the story of Nebuchadnezzar, no, na-conquer na sila ng, ng Babylon. So, pinadala na sila Daniel, pinadala na yung yung uh, si Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego na sa Babylon na no, 200 years has passed already. Lord, ang tagal na. Kala ko ba? Now, they were saying before, if you read no, the previous chapters, sabi ng mga Israelite, hindi mangyayari sa amin yan dahil nandito yung temple ni God. Hindi, hindi kami makoconquer dahil ito yung simbahan, ito yung tahanan ng Diyos na pinagisilbahan namin. And yet God allowed it to happen. No, he... Israel was conquered brick by brick. No? Uh, so, niyabang nga ni Hezekiah, di ba? Pinakita niya dun actually yung, uh, yung ginto sa pagitan ng mga hollow blocks na nilagay nila. So, ang ginawa ng Babylon, nung kinonquer sila, tinanggal isa-isa yung mga, yung mga hollow blocks na yun para makuha yung ginto in between. And that's what happened. Now, 200 years has passed. God now says to Isaiah, comfort Comfort my people, says your God. What, what this verse is saying, 200 years has passed, and God is still saying to Israel, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. The word my people there, I highlighted it in green, and then your God as well, refers to the people who are in covenant relationship with God. After those 200 years, God is saying, you're still my people. After those years, God is saying, kayo pa rin, yung chosen nation. Ikaw pa rin yung pinili ko, that in spite of your unfaithfulness, in spite of your, your, your arrogance, in spite of your you know, not being humble, ikaw pa rin yung pinili ko. Anak pa rin kita. He says, my God, He will not let them down. God will not let them down. Look into our circumstances na meron tayo. No? Almost two years. No? Wag naman sana abutin ng 200 years. Diba? Pero if God would allow it, by all means, Lord. Diba? 200, you see, 200 years may coronavirus. Diba? Parang hindi natin ma... Lord, ano ba, Lord? Diba? Itong two years na parang inip na inip na tayo, diba? parang gigil na gigil na tayo. Every chance we get to, to go out, no? parang yung fear, alam mo yung fear na mahawa ka, diba? yung, anxiety, yung anxiety na mahawa ka, Lord. Ito 200 years na yung lumipas. But God is still saying, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. That God is, no, God is saying that I still have that relationship with you. God is comforting His people. 
I still have that relationship with. Looking into our situation, two years into this pandemic that we have, God is saying, my son and my daughter, I still have that relationship with you. You are still my people and I am still your God. We may feel like this is judgment. We may feel like na, bakit ba pinadala ni Lord to? We may feel like na, diba, Lord, nagsiserve naman ako sa'yo. Uh, the church is vibrant. I'm attending church. I'm attending my family. You know, I'm serving you. I'm serving you. That is services natin, 9-11-3-5. No, Lord, nandun ako lagi. Bakit pinadala mo tong virus na to? Where we, then now we stop going to church. Now we, we, we've done online services. However, when you opened the, the, the churches, no, hindi pa rin puno. Hindi pa rin parang, parang, alam mo yun, hindi yun sing dati, hindi katulad nung dati that we could still, you know, preach God and doing high five, we could eat together after uh, after the service. Hindi na lang yung nagagawa ngayon, but God is saying, you are still my people and I am still your God. That God's judgment is not to destroy us, but only to punish us. Bakit? Because we deserved to be judged. We deserved to be punished. We deserved to die spiritually. We deserve to be forever separated from the presence of God. Deserve natin yun. No, yun yung dapat na, di ba, yun yung automatic natin pupuntahan dapat. But we know that the only true comfort that any of us have is through the Spirit of God. Jesus promised to send us a comforter, the third person of the triune God, which is the Holy Spirit. That God, you know, what God is saying to this verse, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. I hope and pray that it, ha- it, it could happen in my life. Now, Lord, wala na yung coronavirus. Lord, praise God, wala na po. Yung pandemic, tapos na yung pandemic, we could really raise, you know, doing our, our, our Bible and preach the Word of God. Lord, wala nang pandemic, we could open, freely open, you know, to, to serve you, na walang restriction, 100% mapumahapunta po kami ng church. No, yung mga bata pwede nang lumabas, I hope and pray that that will happen. No, yung masasabi natin, Lord, tapos na. Yung warfare na ginagawa, na, 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 na meron kami, tapos na po yung iniquity na pardon nyo na kami. No, meron, yung, 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 yung oras na nawala sa amin, Lord, during this pandemic, na ibalik na po. Lord, marami pong salamat. That's what God is saying here in verses 1 and 2. That the God, that God has not abandoned us. He calls us my people. He is referring to Himself as our God. Right there, from the start, of our salvation, we are saved by His irresistible grace. And where we are right now, itong pandemic na to, we can only overcome it by the grace of God. Hindi natin kayang ma-overcome to sa sarili nating lakas, 
sa sarili nating paraan, sarili nating diskarte. No. We can only overcome it by the grace of God. That God will never lead us to a place where the grace of God cannot keep us. Let me repeat that. God will never lead us to a place where the grace of God cannot keep us. So whatever situation na meron ka ngayon, whether in your family, whether in your businesses, whether you know, in a relationship with your husband, your wife, your relationship with your children, the only way we could do that is through the grace of God. Let's go to the next verse. It says there, A voice cries in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Very familiar. It's like the New Testament, just like how the New Testament was opened, John the Baptist. It says there, Make straight in the desert a highway for God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. Then even ground shall become level, and the rough places in plain. So this verses, verses the three and four, in verse five na sa next uh, slide pa. Yung unang verse yan, di ba? Sabi na in the yung unang phrase it says, "In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord." It's like John the Baptist, no? preaching repentance. Sabi yan, make straight in ev in the desert a highway for our God. Basta desert, wala namang highway doon eh. Wala namang pathway na pwede kang daanan. Kaya nga naligaw yung, di ba, 40 years na sa wilderness yung Israel because wala ka lang, wala naman talagang way, walang, 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 alam mo yung palatandaan, walang ganun eh. It's, and then, and then, Isaiah is saying here, make straight in the desert a highway for God. This talks about repentance. The way of the Lord is narrow and straight. Na yung Christian life na meron po tayo ngayon, mahirap talaga maging Kristiyano. It's narrow and it is straight. Repent and prepare the way of the Lord. That was the preaching of John the Baptist before Christ. The same preaching that we have right now. Repent and prepare the way of the Lord. Just had our series about the second coming of Christ. Where we learned that darating at darating si God. Hindi natin problema kung kailan siya darating. Alam mo ang problema natin. Preaching the word of God. Preaching repentance. Preaching, you know, the, the, the word of God which says repent. Bagsibalik na tayo kay Lord. That's our job as Christians to preach repentance. Our job is to prepare the way of the Lord. It is time to prepare because God is coming back as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We just had the future hope. Then the light of the nations. Then how it's connected now to the nearness of God. Grabe no, ang galing no. Pagkaka-transform ng series natin. Na, na, sobrang pinag-isipan po talaga. Thank you to our leaders that, you know, making this series that we could learn about the Word of God. You know, that we could, like, you know, yung malulunok mo, kasi ang bits and pieces siya. And how we could understand the whole story of the Bible. 
We preach about future hope. Then we preach about us being the light of Christ. Now, it's our job now to preach repentance, to prepare the way of the Lord. The Lord will be coming back. The Lord will come back as the Lord of lords and the King of kings. That at the second coming of God, He will not be the Lamb that will be sacrificed. He will be the Lion of Judah, ready to be to judge people. Dina siya po Savior, pagbalik niya, He will be a judge. Judging the nations. Judging how we live our life. Judging, you know, the way we preach the gospel of Christ. And judging if we have that relationship with God. And because of that, the second part of the, of the verse says there, every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill will be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places in flint. Now because of the repent, because we preach repentance, ito po yung mangyayari, personal and social transformation. That's, I think that's the goal of everyone. Yung sanctification stage. But the problem is, pinsan yung kasalanan natin, kinocompare natin sa kasalanan ng iba. That we cannot do that. We cannot compare ourselves, our lives, how we walk our Christian life to the walk of others. Hindi po natin kaya compare yan. The only way we can do that is to compare ourselves with the holiness of God. With who God is. Kung, God, kung sino si God, sino si Lord sa buhay natin, dun lang natin siya pwedeng compare. Because if we will compare our lives with other Christians, magiging holier than thou po tayo. If we compare ourselves with, ay hindi, mas mukhang Christiano ako sa'yo kasi mas okay yung pananamit ko eh. Ako, naka-long sleeve. Ikaw, naka-t-shirt lang. Parang masusukat naman yung pagkakakristyano sa ganun. Diba? We just need to compare kung ano yung pinapagawa ni God sa buhay natin. Am I a better Christian five years ago? Am I a better Christian a week ago? Am I a better Christian yesterday? That's how we need to compare our lives. Personal and social transformation. The next verse says there, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. I like this verse because it says there that the glory of the Lord is revealed. Five verses after, comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Na-reveal na, di ba? Chapters 1 to 13, we talked about who God is. Dinidiin pa dito sa chapter 40 where the glory of the Lord is revealed. And I like how it is connected to the previous verse, to verse 4. Because yung, yung social and yung, yung, yung transformation, that social uh, transformation, physical transformation, spiritual transformation that we have, that when the glory of the Lord is revealed, misery is to end and the Lord's glory to replace it. Nawala na yung misery, nawala na yung lungkot, I, 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 you know, I'm in hope, I'm in, you know, na mangyari na pagka na-reveal na ni Lord yung glory niya into this pandemic na meron tayo, wala nang pandemic, malalaman natin that there is really one true God. We will see God's glorious salvation 
And because of that, comfort will come. 200 years po hinintay ng Israel. Tayo, we're, that, we're on that second year of pandemic. Kaya ba natin maghintay ng another 188 years? Maybe the next generation, maybe the next generation after that. But God is saying, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. My glory will be revealed. Misery will come to an end. And I will replace it with my glory. And like how the second part of the verse is, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Whenever I see that phrase, I remember Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. Chapter 1 pa lang. How the glory of God was revealed by speaking. Let there be light. Then there was light. Let there be trees. And then there was trees. There was sun. Just like how. Sinabi niya lang. And then in the New, in the new Testament. Diba? Let peace be still. Then there was peace. Nagkakagulo yung mga disciple. That Sea of Galilee. But when he speaks, there is peace. When God speaks, meron talaga nangyayari. When God speaks, di ba, kaya niya nga mag-create out of nothing from His Word. Kaya ano pa tong pinagdadaanan natin? Ano ba ba yung relationship na meron tayo sa kaya that when He speaks, lahat po yan, kaya mawala. Lahat po yan, kaya natin magkaroon ng, ng, ng comfort because He speaks. How many of us here are, yung, yung may anak na pag sinabi mo na, uy, pag sinabi ng anak mo, ito lagi ko pong sinasabi ito nung bata ako. Yung, Hindi ko yung kaya. Lagi ko pong sinasabi yan. And I remember my mom saying, yan naman sinasabi mo, kaya mo yan. Ba, yung, yung pa lang yung sinabi niya, alam mong magkakaroon ka ng, ano, ng, ng peace sa sarili mo. Kasi a person in authority, a person to whom you believe, na naniniwala ka, na magsasabi sa'yo, hindi, kaya mo yan. Isipin mo, itong Diyos na may gawa ng langit at lupa na magsasalita sa atin. The voice of authority will bring comfort. The voice of authority will bring relief and will bring protection. This passage actually alludes to the second person of the triune God, Jesus Christ, where the glory of the Lord is revealed to mankind in the appearance of Jesus Christ. We'll talk about it more, I think, in week three or week four. Where in this in this series that we have, iba hope, hope field, yun dapat maaramdaman natin. In the first few preachings, first few series, yung hope po na yan is just a concept. It's just something that we could look forward to. But when we go to chap, when when we go to week four, week five, and week six, makita po natin that that hope is not only a concept. That hope will be the person the second person of the triune God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm excited to, to actually look into this series because may kita rin yung transformation ng hope. Na yan. May kita yung transformation na hindi lang pala siya concept. Yung hope pala na yun naging tao. Yung hope pala na yun dumating sa lupa para lakaran dapat yung lalakaran ko. Yung hope pala na yun na dapat, na, 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 na dapat uh, mamuhay ng walang kasalanan, namuhay ng walang kasalanan, namatay, nabuhay magmuli. Because I have faith in that person, because I have faith in the second person of the triune God, I can live 
a hopeful life. Now, remember the setting that they have. Diba? Gera. Diba? Na, 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 sa hope sila ng Babylon. Nandun na sila sa kabilang, mun, kabilang sa kaaway nila. And then remember where we are right now. Remember where you are right now. When God speaks, there would be peace. Isang salita lang yan ni Lord. Kayang-kayang mawala yan. Just need to be hopeful. Just need to live a hope-filled life. That if we are to be delivered, it must come from God's direct intervention. Let me repeat that. If we are to be delivered, it must come from God's direct intervention. Yun lang po yung hope na meron tayo. That God will intervene. Once God intervene, we can be delivered. The next verse, it says this. Isaiah 46 to 8 says this. A voice says, cry, and I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Now, this allusion now to him being God and Taya being a human being. Now, he's now comparing na kayo ba yung faith mo? Na kanino ka ba? Yung hope mo na kanino ba? Nasa tao ba? O nandun sa Diyos? Isaiah here is saying that humans are transient and are passing. Lahat po tayo. Wala pong exempted. Lahat tayo mamamatay. Physically, spiritually, lahat po tayo. Mangyayari po yun. We are being compared now, you as human being, to grass and to flowers. Diba? Yung nandito ngayon, bukas wala na pala. Hindi po alam kung kailan ka magugunaw, hindi ka magugunaw ka mawawala. It's like, diba, yung, yung uh, bulaklak na meron tayo sa ating mga bahay, diba? mga plantita po dyan. Diba, yung okay naman ngayon na, but bakit okay naman kahapon? Bakit ngayon namatay na yung, yung, uh, yung tinanim ko? Bakit? Okay naman ka hapon na nasa arawan naman siya, pero bakit ngayon ito yung nangyari? Are human life being now compared to you know, yung, yung nandito ka ngayon, bukas wala ka na. The people pass away like grass. And you know, when, when the verse says, the grass withers, the flowers fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Now the breath of the Lord is incomparable man. Remember, nung, nung, nung ginawa po si Adam and, and si Eve, diba? it was the breath of life. Pero ang sabi dito sa Isaiah, the same breath that gives life gives death. Kumbaga, nas, na kay Lord talaga yung susi ng buhay natin. How we live, our life is a different story. Nasa kanya ang susi, pero yung the way we live now, uh, you know, are we going it, are we, are we doing it to please God? 
The chief end of man is to glorify God and live with Him forever. Yun po yung trabaho natin. Yun po yung dapat natin ginagawa. Yun po yung dapat natin you know, sa habang buhay na nandito tayo sa mundo, dapat yung buhay natin nakakapag-glorify kay God. The question is, tignan natin yung buhay natin ngayon sa salamin. Tignan po natin yung paano ba ako mamumuhay. Is it glorifying God? Or the glory is in myself? Ako yung nag-glorify. Now if we look into ourselves, ay, Lord, ako yung nag-glorify, ay, hindi ikaw ah. It's not too late to ask God for forgiveness. It's not too late to make our lives straight and to prepare the way of the Lord. It's not too late for us to come back to God. Because God will pick us up wherever we are. Kahit yung sitwasyon ng buhay mo, na alam mo, Lord, di mo na ako kayang patawarin sa sitwasyon na to. Lord, itong buhay ko na to, na buhay na sa kasalanan, wala na akong ginawa oras-oras kundi magkasala sa'yo. Yung Lord, makasalanan naman ako, hayaan mo na ako maging makasalanan. No, no, no. God can pick you up where you are. God can pick you up where you are. It's how gracious God is. You just need to ask for repentance. Then prepare the way of the Lord. It exposes This verse exposes us that we are unreliable and His Word is reliable. Yung salita po ng tao, tayo po as tao, unreliable po tayo. Do not put your trust in man. Do not put our trust dun sa mga bagay-bagay, sa trabaho natin. Do not put our trust dun sa negosyo natin, sa kapitbahay natin na inuutangan natin, diba, sa anak natin na uh, pinoy, ano kita? So, ako naman yung buhayin mo ngayon. Do not put our trust on people. We can only put our trust in God. Nature and human life, diba? in all its beauty, napakaganda po, but it will surely die. But God's word will stand forever. It is His nature that God is faithful to fulfill His promises. Nasa nature po ni God na mag-fulfill ng promise niya. The question is, are we putting trust? Are we putting the tr- our trust in God? Or are we still putting our trust into earthly beings? That God's word is both timeless and timely. And because of that, alam mo yun, yung, yung, alam natin that yung word ni God is timeless and timely. It gives us comfort. No, comfort ka talaga eh. Kasi alam natin that the only source of our hope and the only source of our strength is God's word. Alam natin na kahit anong pinagdadaanan natin, kahit anong pinagdadaanan natin, kaya nating panghawakan ang salita ng Diyos. Kahit anong sitwasyon na meron tayo, Whether in our businesses, kahit anong sitwasyon yung estudyante ka man, negosyante ka man, nagtatrabaho ka man, tatay, nanay ka man, anak ka man, we can always hold on dun sa salita ng Diyos. We can always hold on God's Word. Now, if we are just being true to the context, 
this verse is talking about hope and restoration. Sabi, no? Itong verse pa lang parang, Lord, lulud-lulud na ako sa'yo. It would really give us comfort. It would really, Lord, sorry po, pasensya na, humihingi po ako ng tawad, no? I feel anxious all the time, Lord. Hindi ko alam kung anong meron bukas. Hindi ko alam kung kung uh, mabubuhay pa ako bukas. Hindi ko alam kung meron pa ako makakain bukas, Lord. But it's not too late to ask God for forgiveness. It's not too late to ask God, Lord, iligtas mo ang sitwasyon na to. We could always come to God. God can always pick up where we are. We can always come to God. That's my challenge for us today. Maybe you feel anxious. Maybe you feel you're away from God. Maybe you feel you feel like, Lord, ang layo-layo ko naman sa'yo or ang layo-layo mo sa akin. God is saying that you can always come to me. God is saying that I'm just near to you. Yung feel mo na malayo ka, hindi ikaw. Yung feel mo na malayo ako sa'yo, actually, hindi tayong malayo sa kanya. It's because that's how God is. That's His nature. Him being faithful and true to His word. The last three verses, it says there, Go up to a high mountain, O Zion. Herald of good news, lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem. Herald of good news, lift it up. Fear not, say to the cities of Judah. Yeah, and fear not na yan. No? Nakita naman natin. Now, we'll, we'll talk more about it next week. Now, the fear not. Now, this is the first fear not. Isaiah chapter 40. The herald of good news. Kanina, di ba, yung sinabi ko. That we are really the light of the world. That we are the herald. Week 2 that no, yung pinag-usapan natin, week to light of the nations, na tayo po yung herald ng good news, na tayo yung pumupunta, tayo yung pumupunta sa lugar na kung saan wala pang Diyos, yung, yung hindi na feel si God, na tayo yung pumupunta sa lugar na hindi pa kilala ang Diyos na pinagsisilbahan natin, na tayo yung herald na yun. That we could really go up there and say the good news, we can go up in the mountain, make a public announcement that I have faith in the trustworthiness of God. I have faith in the trustworthiness of God. Whether you're in your, iba kung nasan ka man ngayon, sa family mo, we could be that herald of good news that I have faith in the trustworthiness of God. We can be that light to the nations. We could be that light in your family. We could be that light in your community. We could be that light in your business place. We could be that light in your workplace. We could be that herald of good news saying a public announcement that I have faith in the trustworthiness of God. It says there, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might and in His arms rules for Him. Behold, His reward is with Him and His recompense before Him. Tatlong beses sinabi, Behold your God. Behold the Lord God. Ilang beses inulit. Behold, His reward is with Him. That we are really that herald of good news. We are tayo yung tagapamahagi ng salita ng Diyos. Tayo yung tagapamahagi ng kabutihan ng Diyos. Na tayo nagsasabi that yes, we need to repent. That yes, you need to repent. Pero we, we bring the good news with it. And that good news is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ang galing ng pagkaka 
example niya dito ni Isaiah that it comes with might and his arms rules for him. No, three times yung sinabi, behold, announcing victory. Then the next verse is about the arm of the Lord now being you know, mighty. But we see the next verse in verse 11. It says there, he will tend to his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. The previous verse saying that God's hand is mighty. This verse is saying that God's hand is gentle. Ano ba talaga? Is it really mighty or is it really gentle? The answer is both. His mighty arm, and he has a shepherding heart. God can bring punishment, God can bring judgment, but God can give peace. He can restore peace. He can give life. His arm is both mighty and gentle. We just need to look into Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. Hindi po tayo nilingon sa kaliwa. Hindi po tayo nilingon sa kanan. We could only look on Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith because His hand, His arm is both mighty and gentle. That God is a personal God who responds in our particular brokenness and burdens. Ganun po ka-personal si God. Na yung buhay ng nasa katabi mo ngayon, iba yung dealing sa kanya sa dealing sa atin. Yung buhay ng anak natin, ng asawa natin, iba po yung dealing sa kanya ni Lord, iba yung dealing din sa atin. So minsan, minsan ano eh, as iba mag-asawa, yung pilit pong binabago yung asawa mo, pilit pong binabago yung anak mo, pilit pong binabago yung nanay o tatay mo, hindi, nyo po, hindi po natin mababago yan. Because iba yung dealing ni Lord sa kanya, iba yung dealing ni Lord sa atin. Some of us, in green pasture, some of us is in the season of hurting and needs reassurance. God can be both. God can bring peace. God can bring assurance. God can bring life. God can bring death. This is a beautiful picture of God's might leading us and His gentleness in caring for us when we are broken na pagkailangan natin ng lakas, God is there. If kailangan natin ng care, if kailangan natin ng because we are broken, God will still be there. God is both gentle and mighty. Summarize, no? lahat po ng pinag-usapan natin. Kaya sabi ko, magpo-points ba ako o i-explain ko ng lahat ng verse? Sabi ko, ito na lang yung way. Summarize ko na lang po ang sabi dyan, we can be comforted because first, of our identity with God. But we can be comforted because God can transform us and can turn our situation around. That we can be comforted because of His enduring word. We can be comforted because our source of hope is His mighty arm. And we can be, com we can be comforted because He comforts us with love and care of a shepherd. Yung comfort ni Lord, hit niya lahat yan kahit anong sitwasyon na meron ka. Kahit anong nasa, nasa mountain ka man ng buhay mo, nasa valley ka man ng buhay mo, lugmok ka man sa kasalanan, o ikaw yung okay naman ako Lord. Ah. God can still comfort us. Whatever current realities that we have, God, we can be comforted. That God's ability 
and faithfulness is the source of our comfort. Hindi po natin makukuha yung comfort na yan sa paligid natin. Hindi po natin makukuha yung comfort na yan sa anak natin. Hindi po natin makukuha yung comfort na yan sa asawa natin. We can only get that comfort from God. He is our source of comfort. Our hope is in Him and in Him alone. Siya lang po. Wala nang iba. Siya lang makapagbibigay niyan in Him and Him alone. He have given us His word. Ibigay niya po ito para basahin natin. He gave us His word to know Him and to know His promises. The question is, are we reading it? Mahirap po maging kristyano if hindi tayo nagbabasa ng Bible, if we don't pray, if we don't have fellowship with believers, if we don't have a victory group yet, no, I encourage you to have one. No, you can uh, message us, you can type it on the screen as well no, and ask for a victory group. No, we could help you out in looking for a victory group because mahirap po maging kristyano if we don't read His Word, if we don't pray, if we don't have fellowship with other believers. He has given us His written word for us to know Him and to know His promises. That even if we are faithless and we fall short of the glory of God, God's love and care remains for us as our Heavenly Father. Unang-una because of that relationship that we have with God our identity with God. And because of that, He can transform us and then yung situation na meron po tayo. We can be comforted because of His Word. We can, have, we can be comforted because He is our source of hope in His mighty arm. We can be comforted because He comforts us with love and care for us. Let me end with Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7, it says there, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. And because of that, anong sabi na next phrase? Do not be what? Anxious about everything. Do not be anxious with everything. Simple. And then it gives us a proper response to, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then what? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. The comfort that we receive, the peace that we receive will guard our hearts and our mind. Yun lang yung peace na meron tayo. Yung alam mo na kahit ang gulo-gulo ng sitwasyon paligid natin, we can have that peace that passes all understanding that will guard our hearts and will guard our minds. There's no reason for us to be anxious. There's no reason for us na mamang problema para sa kinabukasan, para sa boots. Says there, everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We can let 
God knows our request. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and our mind. Shall we pray, Lord? Thank you for the word that you have given to us, Lord. salamat. That even though you are infinite, Lord, you are intimate, we could feel how near you are. We have hope. Then we have comfort, Lord. We can feel you. We can feel your nearness, Lord. And we could, because of that, Lord, may comfort kami. Magkakaroon po kami ng comfort. Whatever situation na meron po kami today, Lord, we can be comforted. Maraming pong salamat sa salita po na inyong binigay. Maraming pong salamat, Lord, sa mga kaligtasan ng aming pamilya. Maraming pong salamat sa lakas, sa resistensya, sa good health, Lord, provision. Lord, whatever situation na meron po kami, Lord, kayo na po yung may alam nun. Whatever situation, Lord, na pinagdadaanan po namin, alam niyo po, Lord, we could always come to you and ask for help and give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. Maraming pong salamat, Lord, that in the midst of fear and anxiety, you are there. Thank you, Lord. Take your peace and provision to each and everyone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious. May the Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My service is now ended. You may now go in peace. Thank you and God bless you all. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.